0: Happy 15 years to this album that we're doing as a surprise because our guest that we were going to have on tonight ran into some issues and has to postpone till what next week?
1: Um, we don't have a postponed date yet, but don't worry. We will have Marty DeRosa on sometime in the nearest future to talk about Alkaline Trio. It'll be I'm good. dying to talk it's about happened. Alkaline Trio. It, it'll happen. So.
0: Um, so tonight we are doing in honor of the new single that dropped, We Had No Idea. There's was actually the 15 year anniversary of this album dropping today, May 23rd. Oh. Yeah, today, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. This no, I'm just saying for the people listening, we did "Angels and Airwaves." We don't need to whisper. Released May 23rd, 2006. 15 years ago.
1: That's wild. Like completely serendipitous. In fact, it wasn't even you. We we were like, okay, so Marty's not going to be on this week. What are what should we do? And we had like a couple ideas and then we decided to do this because of euphoria that just dropped. And here we are. So that's, that's the, like the second or third time that we've just like randomly done something uh, right around the uh, like monumental date for it. So that's pretty cool. We're just uh, good like that. Cause you know, as you know, we don't know shit. So we just stumble into these things.
0: (laughs) Keep that in mind. When you're listening to this episode, listeners, if you really love angels, We don't know shit.
1: Hey, you know, uh, believe it or not, uh, I was worried about not, you know, really worried, but I was worried about um, negative feedback from our songs you can't get into episode. But actually, most of the feedback I got was um, like, hey, you. Here's how. Here's what you should listen to to get into Paramore. It wasn't like I can't believe you don't like Good Charlotte or I can't believe like. Um, I think from
0: your fiance, there was some of that. Well, you know,
1: Dad <laughs> likes pretty much every band that I said I didn't like on there, so it's it's fine. She'll get over it. Um, I did get a, a text from Alex, and he said, "You guys don't like Smashing Pumpkins," and I was like, "Nah, dog." And he's like, "Oh, he's the same <laughs> stuff." He I, he said. Billy Corgan is a god. Even he said he's a, he's the dick, but he's a god. And I was like, well, more all the more reason to be
0: atheist. <laughs> so, Jesus. Alex um, Ball, yeah. Oh, he listens. That makes me feel good. <laughs> or maybe just yep. to that one because it sounds like an interesting topic.
1: Um, I'm not going to comment on that.
0: On <laughs> <laughs> how often. Uh, he hey, listens, if so. if I'm cool with one listen, I'm proud of that. Yep,
1: we will take any listen we can get. I'm glad to, we're both glad to be in Alex's orbit in some fashion. So good guy.
0: I'm vaccinated. I got to go down and see him soon.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: I got to come see you soon. I got to, you know, it's been weeks we, now. I'm just still nervously creeping back into the world. Yeah. Being no, fully we, vaccinated.
1: Uh, I think we're going to go hang out with them in a couple of weeks. weeks. Uh, so. Um, you? I can't remember the date, but that's okay. I don't need to advertise my plans on the podcast. So this
0: is where Josh will be at this exact time. If you didn't come, like, his come not find liking me. Where, more. wear your mask. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you're going to come talk to me, wear your mask. So I want to um, go over
0: the cast of this crew for this album. Okay. Because it's important to me. First off, you got Tom DeLonge everyone knows who Tom DeLonge is. He's done some things. He's been around. You, you might know him from, boxcar racer or blink One Eighty Two, or
1: from uh aliens or from <laughs> uh, uh ufo research to the stars academy you know? oh yeah
0: um but the other ones i want to talk about are the the other members of this album because it's changed throughout the years are the exciting ones david kennedy who played lead guitar, guitar, keyboards, and synthesizers? Was in Boxcar Racer and a hardcore band Over My Dead Body, which are both oh. sweet. And then Ryan Sin played bass, guitar, and backing vocals, and he's from The Distillers. I love The Distillers. What kind of uh, booze do they make? Uh, 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 uh. That was terrible. And then we got Adam Willard, who. This is sweet. Plays drums and percussion. He was from Rocket from the Crypts. He played in Offspring for a long time. He was in Social Distortion for a hot minute, and Against Me. But my favorite project, the one I know him from the most, because I don't know a ton of drummers, sadly, I'm not. I'm not, you know, keen on that. You but heard it he here was, first.
1: Danny hates drummers.
0: I don't hate drummers. <laughs> but he did a side project with Matt Skiba called The Hell. Have you heard it, Josh? I have not. It's two EPs. And they were my favorite Matt Skiba side projects. And as soon as I I found like remembered that like when I was typing in, I was like, I know that name, Adam Willard. And then I looked up the hell again. I ordered one of the EPs on vinyl off Discogs. The other one's a little bit pricey, but I'm like, oh man, I want to get them both.
1: I have a I have a uh, controversial thing to say about Matt Skiba.
0: I'm, yeah,
1: <laughs> shit. What I like Matt Skiba's music. Man, I think I need to unfollow him on Instagram though, because he comes off to me like such a tryhard. Look wow. how look how cool and edgy I
0: am. No, not to me. Too cool. Too cool for school.
1: Look, look through it. You'll you'll see what <laughs> I'm talking
0: about. All right. <laughs> so that's the members of this album, We Don't Need to Whisper.
1: Matt Skiba replaced Tom in Blink One Eighty Two once uh, he left for the second time. It's worth noting.
0: It is. So it's all over the place. Everyone's intertwined here.
1: Yep. It's a big mixing pot. Um. So my personal history with Angels and Airwaves. Um. Angels and Airwaves. So I was a pretty big Blink One Eighty Two fan. Not like monster fan, but like I had all the albums. I knew all the songs, and um. You know, there. I think anyone that's like in our kind of like social group probably liked of of our age a little bit older a little bit younger likes liked blink at some point because they were you know green day opened the, the mainstream door for this kind of music and then blink like kicked it open and let everyone Smash else the in. door so everyone yeah. else could
0: stay just stays yeah. open
1: and um you know so they're they're very important in the history of like punk uh derivative music especially in the mainstream and uh so you know blink 182 breaks up and um i have to be honest and tell you well you know this but telling the listeners that you know the way that it was presented in the media and stuff was that like tom was being weird and tom was causing problems and so i very much took mark's side and didn't really pay any attention really to what mark or to to what tom was doing other than like oh look he's being weird aliens like you know and uh and i liked plus 44's album a lot so that just kind of like supercharged that and um so you know i knew like the adventure and some of the other like singles but i didn't really listen to angels and airways at all Um, when Tom came back into the band, I had a little bit of a wake up call because I loved neighborhoods and I kind of got the feeling that this, a lot of the elements that I liked from neighborhoods were stuff that Tom brought to the table. And I was kind of like, wait a minute. Um, (laughs) But it didn't really, it didn't really completely open me up uh, to it. But the, so the thing, but the thing I think that finally did it for me was when Formed with Matt Skiba, and California came out. Yeah, California is a fine album, but there's definitely some stuff on there that I don't like. And I felt like, and I should find the um, the audio from the Nerd Life Productions uh, like album review that you and I did, and we maybe we can post that like in the feed. <laughs> but so to make sure it's not cringy before we post it. But um, and so. You know, I had kind of a little bit of a medium to negative reaction to that. And I kind of went, I reached back and started listening to Neighborhoods and I was like, you know, maybe I should give Angels and Airways a try. And uh, and since then, I've listened to them uh, a bit and I I saw them live when they toured uh, a little bit pre-COVID and I read the the books that Tom put out, like the sci-fi books that Tom put Did out. With, you? They're actually there. So as someone who reads a lot of sci-fi, those books are actually really good. Nice. I don't know. Like, I think Tom like works on with the guy on creative stuff, but I'm sure that the author is like the one putting the story together and making it work as like a cohesive book. Um, and so, you know, I don't know that we'll ever know. Cause we weren't there. Like who's, who's like quote unquote fault the breakups are you know, but uh, I definitely Both there's well, no, I know, I think there's there's blame to go around. I think the only person that's probably has no blame is Travis because he's nope. just kind of like now he right. has blame So, too. everything
0: that I read was Blink was taking off, they planned this giant oh. tour. Tom wanted to leave because he wanted to spend time with his family, wanted to try something yeah. different creatively, which is understandable. I support him in that. Tom and Mark or not or Mark and Travis wanted to keep going. They have this baby, this thing that's grown into this like giants. It's blink way too. Like they were confused on why anyone would want to leave that. Yeah. There was differences and there was arguments because, you know, they wanted to keep going, which is understandable. And he did not, which is understandable. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So I don't think anyone's really wrong in how that went down. I mean, It sucks went yeah. oh, down but
1: the 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 second breakup was the one that was a little bit more weird because there was stuff like mark le- or tom let them know like through his publicist that he was leaving the band and it's like but i think they also like got back together and didn't know how to be friends really anymore and and that made it weird and yeah but um i would i was so i was saying that to say that at at this point at least musically like i i tend to fall more into team tom than team mark um but I still listen to Blink's stuff. The only thing that I've like out and out not liked was that simple creatures thing that um yeah, we know. Mark did with <laughs> with the guy from all time low. So um, but I'm definitely like I like angels and I but it took me, you know, like 10 years to figure that out. So <laughs> that's where we are. What about you?
0: My backstory is my initial reaction to this album was disappointment. <laughs> I was hoping for something more in the lines of Boxcar Racer because Boxcar Racer was better than Blink, in my opinion, in some aspects. Like, where I was in my life when Boxcar came out, like, I saw them live as Boxcar Racer at, like, a 89X Soul Christmas show, and it was one of the best things I've ever seen. So I wanted that. I wanted, like, an edgier, punker version of Tom DeLonge. What I got was... I mean, the first article I read about this album coming out was something about him being inspired by you too, and I was like nope do not care about this project yeah uh,
1: I think that he got high and listened to Joshua Tree (laughs) and said I'm gonna put
0: that riff on every song and I mean we'll go into it but I had a lot of issues with how so many of these songs blended together um and how many of the songs are so fucking repetitive uh and it also came off I mean, this is going to be mean. I I want to state right now that I like a lot of Angels and Airwaves. Their later stuff. I think Love One and Two are excellent albums. Uh, but and I love the new stuff that's been coming out. This album comes off a little pretentious, and also like Michael Bay wrote it, like I feel explosions that. and transformers and you know spaceships coming down from space. Everything well, he was is... saying
1: that they were gonna, it was gonna be like a rock and roll revolution, and, and that it was gonna like change people's lives and stuff. It's kind of funny because, um, I think that like that's a thing that I have, that I've always had trouble with because you're t- you're literally it's like, this is the guy that would like come out on the stage and be like, raise your hand if you've ever masturbated to Lord of the Rings, like, and like just say like ridiculous stuff and like. This is about the time I got drunk in high school, blah, 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 blah. Like, and it's like, and now he's like, oh, I'm, I'm Jared Leto. And like, you know, like (laughs) he's got like, he's that kind of, although when he got back into blink, like someone brought that up in an interview and he literally said, you know, that was like on some levels, a joke. Like you're the, you're taking these things seriously from a guy who does say the, like these other kind of like poo poo fart joke, you know, things. So I mean, he can um,
0: be serious. The newer stuff, he does it right. I just feel like this one, he was trying way too hard too fast to be like a totally different person. Well, which he I He had mind. some
1: other stuff going on too. I mean, he had yeah. like he had like a pain pill addiction and because of his back, and he's like taking time away from everyone and like contemplating his life and his career. And like there was definitely some other stuff going on. And I think that um I think he also you know, matured,
0: I think he, he, Go ahead. Uh, I'm trying to remember the. the he uh, helped a lot on a Democratic nominee's platform. John Kerry. Yes, John, John Kerry. Car- uh, very yep. inspired by all the poli- like political aspects, and I feel like you can sense that a lot in this album too. Like it's not oh, yeah. political, but it is political in many. There's sense. a
1: song about the Iraq War. It's totally yeah.
0: political. So, wait, um, is that the war? Yes. I thought that was about World no. War II. It's um, like I heard, he was gonna make like a music video about D Day with that song, or like inspired by it. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It's still, it's probably Valkyrie missile. Ugh. No,
1: it's not. Valkyrie missile. Is like, here's my band. Don't worry about it. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> like, don't you it's, worry about so and so. Let it's, it's, me worry about. It's so-and-so. scary that we're doing something new. Yeah.
0: Look at my. Yeah, no, I mean right. that's yeah.
1: that's what Wikipedia and Song Genius said is that it was oh. about the Iraq War. But
0: I swore. I mean, I um, haven't read anything. I just swore back in the day. I heard it was about, you know, World War II.
1: Well, like yeah, there, and there's another song too. um There's the yeah. Well, we can get into that as we're going through them. There, were, yeah, let's get I into just, these tracks. Well, where? Let's see, I have too many notes, and um
0: while you're looking in the notes, I do want to yeah, make a ahead. disclaimer before we get into the tracks. Like I said earlier, I do think this is a good band later on in their career. I just know Angels and Airways fans are a little intense, just like you should be like if this isn't a this is a band that invokes a lot of emotion, especially in their later in their career and I don't want to piss people off. this is just my opinion of these uh, songs
1: we don't know shit that's fine exactly you like what you like we like what we like it's all good it doesn't matter you know um. Okay, I can't find what I'm looking for. Maybe it'll come to me later, and we'll have like a—I'll do that cool thing that I do a lot, where I'm like, "Hey, remember two hours ago when we were talking about this?"
0: We'll just oh my god! So, notes. no.
1: Okay. Um. So wait a minute. Remember how I said that he I, he smoked weed and listened to Joshua Tree? He literally that- says, "Um, like getting his band to Joshua Tree level, like in an interview." Okay. Yeah. Come on. <laughs>
0: come on now
1: those songs are good but i you know
0: i get it what you too
1: yeah i mean the song the like where the streets have no name like that's like you might not like it stylistically but like that's a good song like in that opening riff and stuff is cool but it was cool like the first time they did it in 1985 like it's not necessarily cool to put it everywhere on your um you know um I know what it was the the album is supposed to be about like a utopia in the future, but I can't find the actual like verbiage where I wrote it down here. So that, but that was what I was looking for, but we can move on.
0: Okay. So. Let's get into the tracks. Track,
1: track number one. I'm stealing from you. Valkyrie Miss- missile
0: All right, go ahead. You want to start it? I just did. Valkyrie missile. Oh. Track number <laughs> one. Go with my Poop, stuff. Poo, poo, then. Poo,
1: poo, poo. Yeah. Do your stuff.
0: Uh, so I'm sure you I, have
1: more to say than I do. <laughs>
0: I don't know why. I mean, I know why, because in this day and age, but this song just reminds me of like a commercial for Elon Musk and SpaceX. It's just like the way it plays out for like ten minutes with like the space sounds and then the lyrics. It's a little ridiculous, and the build up takes way too long, and it's probably the most hopeful conspiracy theory song I've ever heard. (laughs) I don't know.
1: I don't like this song.
0: Yeah, it's
1: an (laughs) it's an intro. It's it's kind of like the here's our band um I I I you know he's talking about like come to me hear the message you know um I think it's like here's here's my new band I know it's scary that I left this other like huge band but like join join me on this journey Yeah,
0: he does that better um, in a later song
1: Well no, no I know I know but I'm just <laughs> saying like that's that's the vibe I got uh l- you're going to hear this uh these two phrases a lot during uh this episode uh atmospheric And Uh, yeah, the, the, what I call the AVA riff that, you know, you know what I'm talking (laughs) about? It's the, it's the thing that we keep saying that he kind of, it's the thing that he got from you too. This is the, uh, it's this, I mean, it's not, to say that it's the same riff as like where the streets have no name is probably disingenuous, but it's definitely like inspired by like very much inspired by a very similar style riff as that one. So, yeah. And it's on almost every song on this album. Yes. It in, is. in one form or another. So.
0: Any other thoughts on track one? <laughs> not
1: not really. I mean, I've kind of <laughs> laid it down. Oh man, we're gonna lose listeners on this baby. Oh, okay. There's
0: songs I like. <laughs>
1: Number two, distraction.
0: This is not one of those songs.
1: <laughs> not one of the ones you
0: like. No, this is so fucking repetitive. Oh my god. Uh the lyrics make me think of like. I don't know. Tom's trying to make us distracted. Why all the shit's going on in the world? I don't know. Uh, like everyone's bombing each other, and he's like, look at me. I'm Tom DeLong, Utopia. But no, the song is so repetitive.
1: Well, so this this might actually be the song about if if the war is not the one about World War Two, this might be the one about World War Two, because it is talking about like, you know, cities being bombed. And there is a there is a like a neat way that he alludes to a graveyard where he's like a a field with like names written in stone. Like, that's kind of cool. Um, Once you realize, like, he's talking about a graveyard like that's I was like, okay that's cool. Um, But also atmospheric AVA riff at the beginning, um, you know it's got the like the the marching
0: yeah
1: with the, the marching drum beat um he he
0: does have a way with lyrics i mean there's a lot of lyrics on i empire that whole album that are really good like yeah. Tom to can write lyrics it's just I'm, I'm sorry this one just repeats too much it's those choruses that he just does over and over and over
1: well you know sometimes that works though it just depends on what it is you know
0: yeah I, But he does it on every song on this album, almost. almost. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Don't let this song distract you. Let's go on to the next one. (laughs) Number three. Do it for me now.
0: (laughs) Now, this is one of my favorite songs on the album. I really enjoy the way Tom sings in this one. Like his vocal melodies and that muted guitar part is pretty sick. I mean, it's still very Ava, but it's a different kind of. It's still there. He still has sa- the AVA riff in the background, though. This sounds like a song that could have been at Neighborhoods, like this one is the style that he brought into Neighborhoods.
1: Yeah, what's like that? That uh, Ghost on the Dance Floor.
0: Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that Ghost on the Dance Floor is the song that's. I'm like, maybe I like Angels and Airwaves because it's got that that like long lead in, and it's kind of got like a AVA type riff to it, like. But yeah, no, was- I like
0: I like, dude. Do it for me now. It's funny because this is my least favorite Angels and Airwaves album, but this might be one of my favorite songs by Angels and Airwaves.
1: Yeah, my yeah, my uh my favorite Angels and Airwaves song is like a completely different uh style. It's like that I trying to remember what it's called, but I'll bring it up later when I figure it out. But uh yeah, this one the the riff, like it's not that I don't like the 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 style that he uses on a lot of the songs here. I think I just don't like that. He uses it on so many, but there's definitely like several songs where that atmospheric with the U2 riff, like it works like, and this yeah. is one of them. Um, and the, the melodies and the, the way that he sings, like it's good on here. I, what do you think that is this song like about a rough relationship, but that he also still wants to try to make it work. Like, that's what I was kind of feeling. Cause he's like talking about the relationship in like in a bad way, but then he's like, hold on to me, like, you know, what, what do you think?
0: Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember. I think so. I just remember liking the song. Okay. Sorry. I would have more for no, that. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh,
1: I was like, we're going to have a good conversation with this question. I'm we'll, um, put this out there. Boom. Um, all right. Well, you know, we're, uh, we're almost halfway. Let's uh, continue the adventure here. Track four, the adventure. Ah, I didn't try terrible. to do that every time.
0: This is another one I liked. The industrial sound loop, which is cool. Not industrial, like industrial music, but like it sounds like mechanical things being worked on. Yeah. Oh, um, no. Probably one of the like most epic like guitar parts. Yeah. The guitar part on this album is probably the best of the whole album. Very uplifting and sweet lyrics. Like it's a good, it's a good ABA song.
1: Well, it's also the lead single. Yeah. Um, And it was like leaked online before and they had to like uh, and it actually made the league actually made it to radio and it like prompted them to like release the songs in the album earlier apparently than they were. Oh, I didn't know that. So little, 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 you know, you you know, you like those little tidbits that I find that you didn't already know. So there's there's one for you. Um, Yeah, no, I like this song. This is the song off this album that I've known the longest because I, you know, it was a single. So but this one also that a lot of the times the like U2 type riff is like a background thing or a lead in thing, but this it's like the active lead guitar riff Yeah. in this song. And it works. It's, it's, it's really good. And I think like when he does that, it works better than just having it be like a scene building thing in the beginning or a background thing. So word know. it's, you know, it's a little enough. Track five. A little enough. <laughs> I don't, I had nothing for that one.
0: It's fine. It was a little, but it was enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There you go.
0: <laughs> uh have you have you listened to a lot of boxcar racer, Josh?
1: Have you? Actually I haven't.
0: <laughs> you haven't? It or not, I know. Weird. Play the song There Is. With I, know what you say Will you sleep tonight Will you think of me Alright the- It's not God. a ripoff I'm not saying he ripped himself off Ooh, food <laughs> But <laughs> it's not a ripoff I just feel like this is like The sequel to that song And it's sung very similar Not completely similar
1: But So is it the chorus on this one too?
0: Yeah I don't know. Do you see it, like just the similarities to how he sings this song and the other song?
1: It's like he slowed it down. Yeah. Now. I don't know. And I'm not think... saying
0: it's a ripoff. I'm just saying, like, if you put those two back to back, it's almost like the sequel to "There Is."
1: And even when it is different, it, he's his voice is so unique. Like no one really sings or sounds like him. Um, you know, and his yeah. like his vowel sounds and stuff are so uniquely you know, Tom DeLonge. So I'm surprised um, you like it like the way he sings. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I kind of like, you know, blink was huge and I, and I got into them and I, so I kind of, I got past the, the weird vocal. Um, and I, and I also like that. He's self-aware. Like he makes fun of the way he says head in that one song. And, and I miss you. Like, it's I, he knows so like that I, that wins me a lot of uh, credit. You know,
0: I'm wondering if he's going to sound the same live after the past couple of weeks, because I follow him on Instagram and he just had surgery on his tear ducts here because yeah. it messes with his eyes and his nose or something like that. And I feel like anytime you do something like that, it changes, you know, how you sing, how you're breathing.
1: Well, and I think. um Especially now, like you listen to how high he's singing on some of these newer Angels Narrative songs. I was like, bro, you are not going to be able to do that live. <laughs> so they're going to have to play everything like down tuned or, um, which is fine. Like, but it's just like, why would, why even write it and record it that way if it's not sustainable? Like, you don't want to blow your vocal cords out, you know? But whatever. So, um,
0: this is I'm a tight ex- song though. Yeah. A little's enough. Just so everyone knows, this episode is brought to you by Air Fryer. I got an air fryer and I'm having bacon wrapped scallops. Mm. I wish we actually got paper.
1: <laughs> um, we have an air fryer, too, and it's it's life
0: changing. I feel it's, like
1: it's the jam. For sure. We kept
0: watching um, Top Chef as we go to sleep. Like, that's our thing we put on. And it kept showing the commercials for the Ninja one that, like, folds up. Like, yeah. it comes down and it looks like so we went and got that one. And it does the, like the air frying. It does the like everything. And it's amazing. I just want to cry. I love it.
1: You can make air fried Oreos in there. Like the deep fried ones you get at the fair. I do chef's have new Oreos. Kiss.
0: What do I do? Um, we'll talk about this to, after the podcast. i to hook you
1: up with Tab on that one. She's the one that's doing it, not me. So Cool. All right. The war. Roar. Number Track six. Check six? six. Yeah. I like the war. Do you? It's a single. Yeah. It's about, uh, according to the internet, it's about the uh, Iraq war and its toll taken on both sides. I don't know. I like the, the riffs cool and memorable. The pre-chorus and chorus are great. And I generally have like a love-hate relationship with like whoa o and uh o da and da-da-da-da-da's and like, you know, any like vocalizations that aren't words. But I like... The O-O-O's in this song for whatever reason. So, mm. are you about to tell me that you don't like the war? Uh,
0: this has elements of great Angels and Airwaves songs, stuff that he does later on. But no, I don't like this song. <laughs>
1: well, this is weird. another
0: one, super repetitive. Um, I do love Tom's emotion when singing the chorus. Like, it's very, like, ah, uh, but. No. See,
1: I think the performance of the repetitive chorus makes up for it being repetitive. Mm,
0: it's It loses its emotion to me if you do the same thing over and over.
1: Well, what else do you need to say besides believe me? <laughs> <laughs> That's powerful enough.
0: I mean, if someone's not believing you after the second chorus, I guess they're not going to believe you, man. You don't need to it scream. It.
1: <laughs> it's a war, Danny. It's true. It's, it's a war on no us. I like this song. Hear that, Tom? Chris Caraba, tell Tom I like the song.
0: <laughs> I don't mind it, but no, it's not my favorite. Actually, no, um, I'm not me... going to change because you like it. No, I don't like the song. <laughs> I'm not going to downplay that. Where's where's the song I didn't like?
1: Did I not write it in?
0: There's only th- four songs I like on this album.
1: <laughs> no, there was a song I was like, "This is my least favorite song," and I don't. I must maybe I deleted it. I don't know. Um, okay. The gift track number seven.
0: This song is a snoozer.
1: This is so boring. <laughs> it's got the AVA riff, you know.
0: This is so I have a playlist of like music from most of these bands that I listen to and there's you know the four songs are like up this album around there this is the first time i've listened to this this song in years and it was it's forgettable like i don't remember what it was like after listening to it for this
1: yeah the gift um is one of my least favorites on here you know what song i what would i the song that i wrote down was the one i like the least is actually a little's enough i think i forgot to say that because we went on our little field trip to compare it to the boxcar Aww. racer song. Um, yeah. These, those two. Yeah. It's funny because a little is enough. Giving. A little's is enough is one of the few songs that doesn't have the AVA riff that we've been complaining about. Yeah, and I like it. Um, yeah. It's too mellow. I don't know. It's, too, it's not, and it's not, it's not mellow in the right way. Yeah. Like motion city has a ton of mellow songs and I love almost all of them. Because they're mellow in the right way. That one's just mellow in the wrong way for me. I don't know. So, anyway, track number eight. It hurts. It this doesn't probably hurt. Hurts. This song. This this review that we're giving probably hurts a lot of Angels and Airways fans.
0: But this song doesn't hurt because this is my other favorite song.
1: I I like the song, but at the same time, um. You know, I feel like this song is about like on um, someone with like non reciprocated feelings. Do you not know what their, the song's about? For their friend is it not like you're in love with your best friend? Uh, but
0: this one, he actually talked about to Alternative Press, and I read. Oh, okay. He has a buddy who his girlfriend cheated on him, so it wasn't Tom, but like someone he knows got cheated on. And this song was basically for him. And I actually don't love this song, but it's the most memorable to me. Like I sing in my head, your best friends, not your girlfriend all the time, just because it's so stupid, but also like it's memorable. Like it gets stuck in your head. And then also that's conditional. He's writing this for his buddy who got cheated on. But like most people, their girlfriends that become fiancés become wives. They are your best friend or should be close. See, the way I looked at it.
1: Um, and obviously he explained it, so I'm wrong, but like, to me, it felt like you're like that, that male best friend who has secret, who has secret feelings for the girl who doesn't like you back. And you're like mad because she, you know, you're like the nerdy guy in the movie and she dates all these assholes. What if she just dated me? I would treat her good. And then, um, something happens and they get drunk or something and then they hook up and he's like, yes, I love you. And she's like, nah, not, nah, bro. <laughs> um, and it just, it feels like it could be like a white night anthem. And I, and I hate that, but it, the song is good, but I like try not to dig into the, how it sounds to me because it just, I wrote friend zone song.
0: <laughs> Actually, this isn't one of my favorites. I, on the bottom I did write just most memorable song, but it also has, A big standout of that sweeping wow pedal. Like I mean, he uses that on every song, but like he really likes that wow pedal. Wow. With his guitar. Yeah. It's great verses. Terrible repetitive chorus again. I mean, I feel like that's kind of it hurts, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. (laughs) Like that's a theme on most of these songs. Like his verses are kind of killing it, and then He's like, I'm not going to actually try for a chorus. I'm just going to repeat what I want to get across. Oh, the pop
1: punk guy's first foray into arena rock? Yeah. And you're upset that he's not a, a master
0: lyricist? Wait!
1: <laughs> Alright, self-titled Blink-182. Was...
0: Huh? Self-titled Blink-182 came out way before this. I know. And, and that, that one... is an arena rock pop punk album that has great choruses. That I, he wrote. Honestly,
1: I feel like... Um... <laughs> If uh, everything that's happened since Blink has broken up shows us anything is that they do the Both of them do their best writing together. Yeah. And Mark has even said that. Mark said Mark said like last year or I think it was pre pandemic. It was like around the time that their album came out. He was like, no, Blink was at its best when Tom was like musically was at its best when Tom DeLong was in the band.
0: Another Apparently, thing. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you, you, you. Sorry,
1: I, I was just gonna say. Apparently, Tom is gonna be on Mark's podcast sometime in the near future.
0: They become friends lately online. They've been joking well, around. That's the whole
1: thing. Is I think that there's a They they still at their core want to be friends with each other, and they haven't figured out how to make it work. Yeah. In real life.
0: Well, you if know? they're working on it. it, seems different yeah, than that's it's good. been before.
1: Well, apparently Travis, you know, well, obviously Travis is still in the band with one of them. But Travis is still like buddies and like does things with Mark or with Tom. So, yeah,
0: I did want to say also, I've been thinking a lot about why. I mean, this album did not catch me, but also the first. I mean, I'm not going to say the first because I know there's EPs and stuff that I didn't listen to. But the first couple of Blink albums didn't catch me right away. Dude Ranch is where I really picked up. Cheshire Cat was meh. Buddha was meh. I mean, there were some good songs on both those albums.
1: Well, the progression of their just ability to make good songs and their, their quality of their playing, like they would jump. Like each album was like so much musically better on yeah. every level than the previous one. You know, but that's
0: how I should look at this angels and airwaves. Cause it's his first jump into this style of music and music writing. And then he gets better and better with each album. Like, Luke Oh yeah. Angels, no, it's
1: the, you definitely have to, you have to note that, um, that, this is the start of something that continued to grow. And we both like this band. It's just that we don't love this first album. So,
0: I mean, I think we just need to think about that more because this is an established artist, but it's a new band. Like, I just, I don't ever think about that sometimes.
1: Well, it's a new, it's an established artist trying to do a totally new thing creatively.
0: Also, though, he did put Boxcar Racer out one album and it nailed it. So, I don't know. Going back yeah, but on that one
1: that one like um I think music style wasn't as much of a departure from blink yeah. as this is whereas like content was like lyrical content and themes was a departure but like musically wasn't as much of a departure plus he was still collaborating with the same drummer like
0: yeah you know. so it wasn't yeah
1: anyway plus it led to like Arguably the best Blink album, yeah, recorded. <laughs> um, you know, which I know some people don't like. I know Adam Ball calls it emo 182 because he doesn't like that it's not like dick jokes and sc- stories about high school. But... Oh, you're talking about neighborhoods. No, I'm talking about uh, Untitled. Oh, really? Or self-titled or whatever. Yeah.
0: I thought neighborhoods yeah. was more emo. Well, neighborhoods <laughs> neighborhoods also <laughs>
1: falls into that same category that it's like you know more serious subject matter. So.
0: All right, let's get yeah. back on track here. I know it's. it's, it's Next, it's, we
1: have a we have a cover of uh, a Nice Cube song. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> n- track number nine is "Good a Day." Boo!
0: <laughs> this song <laughs> is the epitome of sounding like every other song on the album because every time I hear this song, I'm like, "Didn't I really listen to this one?" <laughs> I don't like this song. I couldn't pick this song out of a lineup. Something's I mean, I could, you can
1: immediately tell it's Angels and Airwaves when it's. Oh, yeah. No.
0: I mean, out of You're a lineup. Like, which which one spots. is this?
1: <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think if if I just gave you a list of 100 songs by different artists, you'd know that this one was that's oh, from yeah. the very beginning, even before Mark start or man, Whoa. before Tom starts singing. Um, I think this song is about like liking someone and finding the courage to tell them. Like, or like being in love with a girl and having the strength to, you know, to tell them, I don't know, finding the the courage.
0: It's I so funny. It's he,
1: The way that I, it's weird how much he talks about like girls. I know, I know he's always like talking about adults, but it's still so weird the way that he writes. He still does it. Like his, even the most recent songs are like little girl, like, you know, it's like.
0: One, one and why so the one song kiss the girl yeah oh no that's the little mermaid
1: yeah Sebastian he also has a unique voice I see how you
0: kiss and tell that's what kiss I was thinking of. yeah
1: um yeah that's uh that's a good day I guess we don't have a lot to say that one also has the Ava ref it's very like I said it's a very characteristically stereotypically angels and Airways song all right last track number 10. Start the machine. Vroom, vroom, vroom. I like this one. It's different. I like that, like that, like tiny piano or whatever that is. Like it's different. Although yeah. it, it, te- it definitely feels like you could, he could have put the AVA beat or the AVA riff there. Like it, <laughs> it would, it would fit in the song and it's like, so it's the same kind of like uh, song structure. I think.
0: Um, yeah this is a better song in my opinion than track one about starting new and you should pay attention to us this is something exciting like that's what i get from this song like this is something new and exciting i'm doing the first song is just like i'm blowing myself but this <laughs> song is this song is actually like well written i like the song too i'll start the machine like this should have been track one uh, what are you going to do? right of lengthy yeah, I, complaints. <laughs> I,
1: yeah, it's um I don't know. I like it. It's kind How of like about- Oh, go ahead. Sorry. It's it's like similar but also um different just because of that like is that is that like a a bass with a pedal that that like the riff that's following through or is it a is like a really t- down-tuned guitar? You know, um, you have like the piano and then the like like let
0: me listen to one second of it.
1: It comes that's in like right with the, okay, that's what I thought.
0: It's almost like the same effect that uh, Death from Above use, like with their grimy bass sound.
1: I I don't have a lot of knowledge of uh like pedals. So I was like Death from Above like opened my eyes to like doing odd Making odd like <laughs> sounds with the instrument that you wouldn't expect. So I never, I never know. Apparently, like the um the riff on Seven Nation Army isn't a bass, even though it sounds like a bass. It's like a downtuned guitar or whatever. Really? Yeah. I learned that in my bass lessons, which I finally got my bass back from getting a setup. So I'm, those are going to resume here. What'd you have to do? Um, the strings were like way too far from the fretboard so just you know I think anytime you get a new bass you should get a setup by someone who knows how to do it so luckily there's a like locally owned uh, guitar shop
0: here's a little thing for our knowledge because I didn't know it either I wanted to know what pedal he uses in Death From Above but it's actually a pedal that splits into two amps and the sound you're getting is from the amps his pedals are actually pretty basic or okay. straightforward, but the amps he's using, you know, project differently. That's cool. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a splitter mostly that splits it between two two amps that are doing two different sounds. Nice. Good to know.
1: Very cool. Very cool.
0: The yeah. So now, now I'm ready
1: to I'm ready to keep keep uh, slapping the bass.
0: I've been dreaming lately of playing punk rock music again. Maybe someday someday. We don't Is there need any respect. room for
1: a two a
0: two bass two piece? Let's figure it out.
1: <laughs> or or me on bass you on keyboards. I don't want to play keyboard. keyboard again. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Okay. So I'll sing. I'll sing and you play the bass.
1: <laughs> I want I want to sing too. Can we right, sing we'll like we'll sing. can we sing, can we be like uh do like a um Adam and John thing? Like a, Yeah. Yeah. Little call in return. Car. Yeah. Oh, man, I doing? can be the I'll be the background guy. It's fine. I, I I actually like doing the harmonies. So,
0: all right. So, what do you think of the new Angels song, Euphoria?
1: I like it. Um, I I don't like how long we had to wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know part of that's the pandemic, but other people put out albums. Tom,
0: I knew you'd like it because I think the synthesizer sounds like gunship in the beginning. <laughs> I love it. No 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 no. Yeah, it's so good. God, everything else released say, for this new album sounds good. I'm really mm,
1: excited. That I don't agree with. There Which was Which one didn't uh, you like? That third track I
0: didn't like. So there was the All That's Left. That one. Oh, okay. Is it Paper also, Thin was, anything it, gonna be on because I feel like he's Sam like everyone's remixed it by now.
1: Well, so Paper Thin's not actually like his song. It's like him on someone else's song. So I'm not sure. It's like I Remember I told you, I think when I put this on my, uh, put it on my like um, Weekly Rewind, uh, you know, like a million episodes ago, I, when you listen to stuff in my car, if it's a track that has like multiple artists on it, um, the display on my car only says the first one. So it says like Elenium paper thin and I'm like listening to it and I'm like, this is cool. And it also has like an effect on it. So I was like, wow, the, the voice sounded like Tom, but it didn't sound like a hundred percent like Tom. There was like something slightly different about it. And it's because there's like an effect on it. I was like, this guy sounds just like Tom DeLonge. Like it's really weird. And then of course, then I look at my phone and it's like, Oh, featuring Tom DeLonge and angels and airwaves. And I was like, well, that's weird. Okay. So yeah, I, I mean, I guess it could be, but it seemed like it was like the other, like Elenium's song, but who knows? I do like Paper Thin, though. That one's that one's good. So
0: I mean, I just, so far for this, we have Rebel Girl, Kiss and Tell, Euphoria. Is there another one that's gonna be on this album that I'm missing?
1: Wasn't that all? Whatever you said, the one that I said I didn't like isn't that one gonna be on there?
0: Oh yeah, all that's left. You didn't like that. Yeah, one. but I've liked everything that's come out. You actually, I mean, I really like Euphoria, but it's my least favorite of the four. But I still really like it, so that's a good sign. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I like the music better than like the singing and the words. I also he does this weird thing where so he does the chorus like three times, right? I think yeah, three or four. So the last one he like kicks it up a notch, and I'm like, why didn't you sing the chorus like that the first two times? This song would have been ten times better if you like the he sings it like more mellow or not like as like with as 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 much intensity and it's it's just an odd it's an odd choice to me, especially hearing how good the last one sounds. So, but you know, I like it. Um, I think you know, liking three out of four is is a good good um, sign. Good sign.
0: And I mean that's like should be one fourth the album, or maybe one third with the way he writes some like that first album was only ten songs or nine? Yeah, ten.
1: Ten, ten, ten. Tens across yep. the
0: board. No, not really. Well,
1: isn't it it's supposed to come out with like a movie too. So
0: of course it is probably like a so, six novel series. And a, yeah. And,
1: hey man, I want, I want and uh, proof more. of aliens.
0: Every album comes with a skin cell from an alien.
1: Hey, you know what you didn't, you didn't go to the Detroit, uh, AVA show when, uh, they got back like in fall of 2019. No, I've never no. seen AVA live. Oh, I have. I went to that, that show. and Actually, so I walked by when they were playing at Warp Tour in like 2000. No, maybe not. Maybe they weren't. Maybe because they wouldn't have been out yet. I feel like I, they were at something and I like didn't listen to them though. But maybe I'm thinking of something else though. Um, So I saw them and it was really cool because that concert was like a couple days after the first time that the – um fbi was like yeah no the ufos yes well here's the here's the declassified uh like footage and stuff like i know there's been a couple more since then but that was like the first one and tom was literally like shit eating grin like hey anybody see the news this week (laughs) like it was cool so he he said that right before he played like an acoustic version of aliens exist so it's like (laughs) sweet um yeah, he did. He did uh, like a bunch of Angel stuff, and that's actually where that helped me because I looked up the set list like prior to our show, and then like listened to like a nice um, like sampling of their entire um, collection. And um, this is actually a great place to tell you what my favorite of their songs is, which is it, I feel like it's weird, but uh, "Kiss with a Spell." I love that song.
0: Which album is that on? It's on Dreamwalker. Oh, I don't feel like I actually, I don't know if I would know well, Dreamwalker that well. My favorite songs are all off I Empire or Love Part 2. But I Empire is probably one of the best albums by them, in my opinion. And it was the next one after this. So it was like, look what I can do. Finally, look what I can do. Yeah. I mean, it's got Everything is Magic, which I know is kind of a silly song, but also like what was the other one? Secret Crowds is dope. Uh, Rights of Spring, jumping rooftops—all those are great songs. Like it's a good album. I'll have to go and listen back to Dreamwalker. Well, it, it's got a um,
1: kiss with a spell. Like I don't know how much actual instrumentation is on there. Like it might be all synthesizer, and it's got like a very like broong, like um, Stranger Things like type yeah, it does vibe. So I just um, put it on, it's very oh, yeah. strange things, <laughs> but but I lo- but I love it. So, oh, it's good. Um, yeah, but he and he also played uh, there is, and he might have played one other blink song, I can't remember, but yeah, um, I, I'm pretty sure he did play one other blink song, so that was cool. Um, yeah, and I've seen plus 44 and you haven't, so you've seen boxcar and I haven't, and I've seen plus 44 and you haven't, so we both powers, seen blink, our powers combined when we've both seen both versions of blink too, right? Yep. Yeah. Cause you, didn't you go, weren't you on the, didn't you go to the tour with, with green day?
0: Yeah. The, saves the day, yeah, green day and yeah. blink way too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a I great didn't tour. See,
1: I didn't see them until they reunited. I mean, that was
0: back in like tour. high school. You weren't into that style of music yet.
1: Well, I was into it, but I wasn't going to shows. like, I, uh, I, I liked green day and blink way too. In the, in the, you know, and the state, uh, take off your pants and jacket heyday. <laughs> I still remember giving my friend my uh, take off your pants and jacket CD when I was like giving up world. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I used to have a Blink-182 poster in my room. That's so um, sad. Yeah. Well, you know, we came full circle. I learned some stuff along the way, so.
0: <laughs> hey, that's had all I got on that album. had
1: to have those weird experiences to grow as a person, I guess. So. Any other um, thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, it's just to wrap up, like what we said. Like, it's kind, of, it's there's definitely some bright spots. There's some really good songs, but it's um, really repetitive, repetitive in its musical styling. Um, it's not the worst album that we've reviewed on this show. So. Oh no,
0: no.
1: <laughs> um, and obviously, like this was just a building block to bigger and better things for for them. So,
0: I wish know. we. I mean I'm glad we did it just because of the, the single coming out and turned oh, out the anniversary. the anniversary, which was lucky. But I wish we would have done any other Angels album.
1: Well we can do we can do multiple episodes where we don't have to like pick one album per and band never do you know? it again.
0: And, and you know,
1: we just might be a little repetitive when we talk about our personal experiences,
0: which I want. Yeah, fine. I want a year distance between any band repeats.
1: Oh no no! We're gonna pick one month and do like every, this one. are gonna be. It's gonna be like this is the uh, the follow by month, and each each week we do a different.
0: I don't know. Well, that's a totally different story. We could do that.
1: Well, and it, it it works when that kind of thing would work when the albums are really different.
0: Um, but
1: not necessarily Ooh,
0: for every band. I have an idea. Okay. So though I'm not going because I don't trust concerts just yet. The hella mega tour is happening again. Yeah. So the month that it's supposed to happen, I think one week we should do a Weezer album. We should do a Fall Out Boy album. Who's the other one? Why am I drawing a blank? Weezer, or Fall Out Boy. No, Green Day. The Green Day. Wow, Green Day. <laughs> How did I forget Green
1: Day? Um, only if we're doing Dookie, Take This to Your Grave, and the blue
0: album. No, you can't choose which albums we do. <laughs> sure, I can. <laughs> we could do Take This to Your Grave. I'm okay with that one. I don't want to do no. Dookie. I want to do Warning.
1: Come on. We already did. They're not. We already did one subpar Green Day album. We already did one. Not their best
0: album. Album Warning is their best album. I'll mm. fight you in your face. Dookie. Dookie
1: all day. I'll Dookie on your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, and I don't
0: want to do the blue album. Everyone. Everyone already talks about Pinkerton or the blue album.
1: Well, yeah, because Weezer hasn't really done anything else good. Dab. Um, I don't really like. Did you Wieser just say dab? Much. I did. Wow. I, dab, I dabbed on him. I'm, I'm old. I'm allowed to dab. It's still okay for. I think white maybe guys because dab.
0: of my age, but okay, human is better than the blue album. I still like Pinkerton a lot, and I still like the blue album, and I actually like the green album, and the white album's not bad. Everything else they've done is kind of not been
1: good. I like the maroon album.
0: Yeah, do you? Is that the cover album where they did? <laughs> I don't know. I just, the Africa I just, song I just
1: picked a, cu- a color. They've done Wait, so no, that's which teal. um Yeah. Which um which one did you say is your favorite one
0: of Weezer? Pinkert- Pinkerton? I like Pinkerton. I like OK Human. I like the blue, green and I oh, like and you- OK Human's
1: the Beatles inspired one that came yeah, out this year. Yeah.
0: A lot. It's still one of my favorites of this year. Okay. I didn't love Van Weezer. It's okay.
1: The, uh, yeah, I When your lead single is garbage, I like have no reason. I have like no desire to listen to the rest of the album.
0: Um, it's not their worst album, that's for sure. I I about I don't have I don't know
1: enough about Weezer to to even know.
0: There's an album called Hurley and it's got the guy from Lost just on the cover of the album. And I remember hating that album.
1: Interessante. Oh yeah, I see that. That's that's weird.
0: All right, for that month though, we're gonna do that. We're gonna call it the Hellamega Podcast Tour of three
1: albums. <laughs> Great. We can do Interrupters on one of them too.
0: No, I don't want to. Why? Do you remember my political episode? I, don't care, or... I like the
1: Interrupters.
0: All right, yeah, we could talk about the Interrupters. that's so fine. Whatever.
1: They're the only band on that tour that hasn't worn out their welcome with me. Every band on that wow. tour I've liked, and then they've been garbage the last like two albums.
0: Hey Grandpa Josh.
1: With the exception. Hey, are we are you trying to say that the Green Days put out anything good
0: recently? Actually, Actually the new Green Day album was Let's go terrible. into weekly remind, re- rewind.
1: I don't like that Pollyanna song if that's what you're about to say.
0: I do like that song. I weekly like rewind. Than... So my she first one is Pollyanna. Game. I think it's better than anything they put out in the past couple of years. It's not well, an that's, amazing. That's song. not
1: saying nothing. I can I can record me doing a bunch of farts and it would be better than anything. Green Day's put out recently. It almost sounds like something off Nimrod-ish.
0: Not completely. but
1: No, it was okay. I just, um, It was like it was riding right in that middle spot between it, was, it wasn't was good enough to get on the Weekly Rewind but it also wasn't bad enough to be put in the What the Fuck songs.
0: <laughs> I really liked it. Like I was I'm, shocked by I'm how also much a I liked it. Um, So I'll do some of my other ones real quick.
1: Go ahead. I only have two.
0: Then Neck Deep. When You Know Acoustic. Real oh, good. yeah.
1: No, that one is good, too. Yeah. Uh,
0: Duran Duran has a new song out called Invisible. Wait, what? I love it. I mean, I like old Duran Duran anyways, but.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Um, we Are the gaming. Union dropped a new song called Make It Easy. I, I really into the new We Are the Union stuff. I'm into yeah. Skyle right now anyways, but.
1: I looked it up after you brought them up, you know, however many episodes ago and i was like okay i'm
0: here for this this one's an interesting one uh skrillex stara and forte came out with a song called butterflies i i haven't liked a skrillex song and i don't know if i've completely well bangerang was whatever but <laughs> this song's great so check that one out i have decided after this third single that's come out that i like little nas x Song yeah, goes that down. new little
1: Nas sex talking was good.
0: Yeah. Seriously, like I didn't I, I mean I love the last song more, the one where he's going down the stripper pole to hell to kill the devil. <laughs> That's a good song. <laughs> but this one's yeah. good. And then I wanted to bring up this band that I'm excited about. All right. So there's a new super group coming out. I think okay. I don't know. It's LA Rats. It's Rob Zombie singing Is that like Rats e- with a Z. No. Oh okay. R A T S. Um, Rob Zobby singing like he used to sing. Nikki Six, which is not my favorite thing. John Five, which is pretty sweet. And Tommy Clifatos.
1: Wait, who's John Five? What's
0: what's he uh, Was He was in Marilyn Manson for a while. Oh, okay. I think him and Manson got into a fight. I don't know. But also Tommy Clifatos. I know I'm screwing up his name from Black Sabbath drummer. Okay. They covered a Johnny Cash song. So, I don't know. I'm excited by the sound and the people in the group besides Nikki Sixx. I am not a Motley Crue fan. <laughs> but I'm excited to see where that goes currently.
1: that Yeah, that sounds interesting.
0: Um, oh, he was the drummer for Black Sabbath during the reunion show, tour. It's not like the original Black Sabbath drummer, of course.
1: Do you remember when I played you that song that uh, sample or didn't sample, like had the chorus from matchbox 20. Yeah. So I found a new song like that. I wanted to, I'm curious what you think of it. Why do I go make things so complicated? I see the way
0: you're acting like somebody else uh, yeah, was to be frustrated. And life's like this, you. And you fart and you cry and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into honesty, Honestly, promise me. I'm find you faking. No, I Is Avril Lavigne actually on this song?
1: Nope. Nope. They just decided another to Steve, cover? It's another Steve Aoki with some people. Is he just so, covering,
0: like, early 2000? No, don't know, but I'm here, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm not against it. It's wow. that, uh,
1: like, dance pop hits my dance pop funny bone so i'm here for it
0: why'd you have to go and make things stuff complicated yeah wow it's really
1: uh it's a really light week for me on weekly recommends because um like only the first like half of the list was like new stuff. Everything was still stuff from last week. And I'm like, isn't it supposed to be um, like new stuff? Like uh, you're telling me not enough stuff has come out that you can't recommend me some stuff that you didn't already have on the list list wha- last week. You know, I'm always having issues with, uh
0: I do um, have some album uh, recommends. Okay. I actually really liked the new water parks album. I didn't think I was going to,
1: huh? I think, didn't you just post that on the page yeah, on, the, yeah. on Instagram? I yeah. picked
0: it up on a whim because I liked one song, but actually I like the whole album. I don't like the new 21 Pilots album. It's kind of a snoozer. I really like the new Devil Wars Prada EP, Z2, or Zombie 2, because their first Zombie EP was dope. And I keep seeing this thing about this artist, Olivia Rodrigo, yeah, and her sure. album Sour. It's good. It's all over the place. It's a different kind of pop album. I think you might like some of the songs a lot.
1: Okay. I only uh, heard the driver's license song and I didn't, I only listened to it like one time because it was like exploding.
0: Well, she, I mean, yeah. A lot of her songs are, they're all pop, but they're like, there's in different styles in there. It's weird. Huh. Yeah. I like can't out. sit down. ADD of pop music.
1: <laughs> Something. Yeah. I, that's, I came across something interesting in my list. Um, and I I want to mention it just because it cracked me up and I don't know, I've never heard like an artist do it before, but yeah. so, you know, like hip hop, there's a lot of like sampling of other songs to make beats. Um, and uh, T-Pain has a new song out called I like that. <laughs> it's not like if you like T-Pain, it's good. Um, and, um, or if you even like, find yourself, like, enjoying T-Pain's, like, hit songs from the early 2000s, you probably like this. But what makes it even funnier is that the reason that I'm pointing it out is that he samples Bartender, his song from, like, 2007 or whatever. And I'm just like, when's the last time, like, a rapper or R&B artist, like, sampled their own, like, earlier hit for a new song? And it's not, like, any, you know, um, it's not, like, referential to that song or anything, like... I know Fall Out Boy has that song where they're talking about like their history as a band or whatever, and they like sample some stuff from their other from other hits, like several of their other hits in like one song. But this is it's just what makes the like the backbeat for the song. And I just I just thought that it was like, is that like really conceited or is it just like really cool that he did that? I don't know. Kind of lazy, isn't it? I don't know. It's kind of like, hey man, I I really like this old song I did. I'm just gonna. <laughs> it's I mean, it's a new song. You just
0: use it for the beat, you know? I so, know, but that's almost the lazy part. Like, hey, I wrote this cool new song, but I don't feel like making a beat. Let's just throw that shit on. I did
1: before. Well, no, no. So it's not the same. Like he it's like sped up or like changed. It's not like this, like exactly the same.
0: Okay. So, yeah. What are we doing yeah. next week, Josh?
1: I don't think we have a plan for next week. Unless you I have a plan. Here. Oh, you have a plan. Man, I plan. just.
0: It's something I was going to do way later. I know we just did a list episode. Whatever. But we're it's going to do sure. another list episode. It's called Pool Party Top 10 Poolside Jams for the Summer. Because Memorial Day is the day That's after perfect. We do that episode. That's perfect. So if you want to find out what cool pool songs, a cool pool party, we got you.
1: Can we? Okay. So can we just both agree that pool party from Aquabats is on the list and not put it on our lists? Yep.
0: Okay. That's already on the list. Just,
1: just instead of like when we did drinking songs and we both had beer, just like. And I know <laughs> we're going to record
0: this on Sunday, but I'm going to work with Josh because I'm going to see what he puts on his list. And I'm going to release the actual playlist on our Facebook and Instagram for you to jam to on Memorial Day and just hear us talk about the songs whenever Josh puts out the episode <laughs> Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever he does. Uh,
1: yeah, it'll be out. Depends
0: on his week. <laughs> yeah.
1: The end, the but beginning that's of the week an idea. Is rough. I'm actually going to be like posting. I'm going to be like applying for a new job. Oh, early, early after, early. Of month sure? Of June. New job at my current employer, like a upward okay. movement.
0: Like so, I, I'm all about you wanting to be happy and finding a new job. But I know you've been there forever, and I want you to be able to retire. <laughs> actually,
1: actually, eight years last uh, a couple days ago. So was my that's year ridiculous. I know wild times no yeah i will uh it's at the same place so
0: no school cool pool party oh man i'm excited summer party Holy
1: guacamole we got chips
0: <laughs> that's gonna be track um, one.
1: Oh, um so my other uh obviously my two songs for weekly recommends were euphoria which kind of we already talked about and then um don't want to know by Lipstick Jody dropped, and that was the song that I've been that I said on the episode that I had heard before because they released a couple songs like a couple years ago, but then when they signed with uh, Quite Scientific Records, they were like, "We're going to put together an album," so they pulled them offline. And um, it's a great That's song. What I dance to? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so Carly wrote, "I'm screaming," and I I was bummed that like there was no way you can only like repost people's stories if you're like tagged in them because yeah. I wanted to like. Reposted and put "I'm screaming" for an entirely different reason. <laughs> like <laughs> I thought, it was even though it was very funny.
0: Um, it's such a fun jam, and no one had responded to that yet, and it'd been up for like two days. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna make a dance. It's gonna be bad, but I'm yeah. gonna
1: do it." <laughs> you were self aware, so that made it fine that it was bad. It's all good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that song, and I'm really glad that it's uh, that it's finally out for the world to hear. Um, and actually, that album comes out like June fourth, so um if you haven't pre-ordered it the that sweet translucent red vinyl you should go do that at their band camp and um or just you know pre-order the digital so you can get it right away no no uh and actually i think if you pre-order it you get all the tracks that are already out so and help a Mm -hmm. semi-local artist so i really hope that they end up uh playing with Motion City on that tour, at least for the Detroit date. I don't know that that's even like on the radar, but I hope that it happens anyway. So
0: <laughs> you might want to get the record now because this band's amazing and they're going to blow up and you're going to be like, God, I didn't get that
1: record. Yeah, you're going to regret it. So just listen to us and do it. <laughs> All right. Chris Carabo wants you to pre order that album. I'm pretty sure of it.
0: So does Tom DeLong, even though he hates us yeah, after Tom this podcast.
1: Hey, I said I was on Team Tom at the start. You know what? That's my uh, I'm sure when I finally put an album out, my first album is not going to be my best one either. So <laughs> it's going to be an album of, I don't know what kind of music, but something. also listeners, if
0: you think oh, of it's going to be party our, songs, our two bass band. Our two- oh yeah. <laughs> if you think of any pool party songs, message us on Instagram at B underscore sidepod pod, uh, Twitter at same B underscore sidepod. <laughs> And then Facebook, I guess.
1: I didn't even realize we had a Facebook. Can I don't post, post
0: enough on there. Well, <laughs> I don't really care. It's like,
1: oh, my uncle's going to uh, uh, listen to our podcast. Like, but we know.
0: also get more comments or interactions, I feel like, on there. I don't know.
1: Well, it's, I think it's just because Nathan Marks doesn't have like a Twitter presence. He's like a Facebook guy. So.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, B-Siders, and time to flip the record over. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beside
1: Ourselves. Beside Ourselves is written and recorded by Danny Lowens and Josh Schramm. Beside Ourselves is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at B underscore SidePod. If you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode, be sure to slide into those DMs and let us know. The intro music for today's show is by Chris Porter, and the outro music is by Former Critics.